0: What is faith? What is faith? Okay, First Thess- Thessalonians, as you're thinking of the answer, uh, chapter 1, verse 3, okay, Paul, Silas, and Timothy are constantly giving thanks to God for these believers in Thessalonica, and he says they constantly remember before our God and Father your work of faith, labor of love, and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, that work of faith. Faith is the difference between the, the arrow up, arrow down on the one One Love logo, the difference between life and death, heaven and hell. It's a big deal, but what is faith? Trust, Trust. okay. Timothy. Timothy, there you go. Where's that found? That's exactly right. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the belief in things unseen. Okay, so let's just, that's perfect. Hebrews 11.1 one says, Faith is the assurance of things unseen, the evidence of things hoped for. All right, and a story, right after we moved to Maui um, in 2008, uh, actually about a year after, because we were living in Pukulani at the time, my wife and I decided to go up to Haleakalā, see a sunset. How many have been up there before? That's it? All right, how many people have been seen a sunset? Okay. Yeah. So we decided to go up. Um, We thought that'd be a great time. Looking forward to to getting up there. There you go. (laughs) Right on. But as we're on our way, it's an overcast day. The weather gets really nasty. We had an old car and the windshield wiper, I had never replaced it. So it was never replaced the blade. So we just could barely see. And we're kind of fighting even in the, in the car on the way up because, you know, I hadn't fixed the windshield wiper. Should we even go? Is it even worth it? And we almost turn around. But as you know, if you've been up there, there's a spot on the way to 10,000 feet where you really get above the clouds. All right, where you go from a nasty day where you couldn't see anything to being above the clouds where you can see for miles and miles just a much higher perspective. All right, have you guys experienced that on a cloudy day, looked out from the peak and seen over the clouds? All right, and from that moment, uh, God started showing me the difference between life under the sun, okay, in this world as the world sees it, and life from God's perspective, who is the most high God. All right, and El Elyon, all throughout the Bible in Hebrew, is the title for God most high. Everybody say El Elyon. El Elyon. okay, God Most High, we can say biblically that there's no high like the Most High. Alright? And that can be a play on the word play on words, because it feels good to have a right relationship with God and know that you're a friend of, of, of God. So it is like a spiritual high at times. You know, after camp, who's been to unashamed camp? Alright? So good. You know, I remember accountability groups getting started. I remember just joy and going back to school as missionaries, seeing just a passion and that spiritual high. But there's also this aspect in the, that God is truly over every detail. You know, we sang that perfect song tonight, Lord of all creation, of water, earth, and sky. He is the most high God, all right? And what I want to encourage you tonight with is live by faith, okay? Live by faith, and that's the heart of First Thessalonians chapter 3. Kaipo asked me to preach the whole chapter. And uh, we prayed through some verses. And there's three verses in this chapter that we want to focus in on. And uh, living by faith means not stopping. Okay, not turning around when it gets tough and confusing. You know, on our way up to Haleakalā, we thought we might be wasting our time. You know, or we throwing away... Uh, time relaxing at the house to just be on a rainy day where we're not even going to get a good view. And it ended up being one of the most fun dates we had because we literally experienced something that was way bigger than either of us could have produced on our own. All right, so faith. it Faith is hope and assurance in God's ways instead of in our own. Okay, so unlike my plans, God's plans are perfect. He's above all. All right, so... Uh, there's three ways that, that we can live in this faith, as Paul talks about um, the work of faith that the, that's driving the Thessalonians. And first off is salvation, okay? So this work of faith, first and foremost, is salvation. Uh, Paul says, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's coworker, in the gospel of Christ to establish and exhort you in your, what, in your faith. Okay, that faith that they shared. Okay, faith changed the Apostle Paul from a murderer into a missionary. Okay, from someone who was just totally on a different path, working for the Prince of Darkness, trapped by a foggy worldview that life was just about life right now, to someone who had got a new heart and a new outlook on life, and God used him to transform the world. That 2,000 years later, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul's work still stands strong. And that can be you. You know, that can be you in five years. That the work that you're doing by faith echoes throughout eternity, guys. You know, Camp Agape yesterday with Pastor Kaipo, seeing those kids and knowing today that uh, so many gave their lives to Jesus. I mean that's the most important part of our lives is to have a right relationship with Jesus and see Him do work that's going to outlive all of us. So I just want to encourage you if you've never put your faith in Jesus for salvation, that that's the first way to walk by faith. Okay, so everybody say salvation. salvation, salvation that we can be saved from our sins and follow God. And the the three points tonight go right along with our One Love logo. Um, you know. Jared, many of you guys know him um, from Christian Club at Kincaid, and he's talented. And he designed this logo for us, and it represents the one L, the one love of Jesus. When we receive that one love, God empowers us to to love God. Everybody, point up, say love God. Love God. Okay, and I point to two people and look, make some eye contact. Two people say love people. Love people. Okay, love God. Love, God. love people. Okay, and we don't do that in our own strength. We do that by faith in Jesus. He gives us the strength to do that. Okay, so the first way that we walk, work, live by faith is through salvation. All right, and I want Nicole to jump up here and share about her coming to know God through salvation.
1: So salvation, Um, I love, I have a couple friends that call your testimony, they call it your faith story. So when you think about your faith story, how you came to know the Lord, um, faith is a gift. It's, it's a gift that's been given to you. So as I share my faith story, I want you to think about your faith story. Because ultimately, we want everyone to be able to share their faith story. So for me, um, like Kaipo said, I grew up on Maui. Um, I, grew up in, I grew up in a very broken family when I was five. My parents separated, and they didn't get divorced till I was nine. So those four years were pretty dark for me. I have two younger brothers that grew up looking up to me as the mother hen. Um, And so from a young age, I had to learn to stuff my emotions so I could be strong for them. And really, I wouldn't cry unless I was in the shower by myself so that no one would ever know. So I had to grow up um, with all these masks on. And I think I came to my my breaking point when I was in middle school um, right before high school, and I thought to myself, there has to be more to life than this because I live to be fun, to be around fun people, to bring fun to people. But when I got home, in my shower, I was just broken all the time. So um, I had a neighbor friend that invited me to camp. You camped? Yes, you camped.
0: Camp. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so the first year she invited me, I was like, no, no. But the second year um, she invited me and I finally said yes because she said there was an epic food fight at the end of camp, so I was there for that. But um, by the second night, the preacher was talking about being able to pinpoint a time in your life when you gave your life to Christ. And that was foreign to me, I've never, I didn't know you had to make a decision or you had to follow, I thought, like, I don't know what I thought, maybe that I, just, I was good, <laughs> whatever. So, whoa. There I am. Um, anyway, the second night when he talked about pinpointing a time in your life, uh, I went and talked to my counselor after that. And I said, I don't know what that means. I had a bunch of questions I poured out to her. And she encouraged me to ask God um, and to pray. And so I did that. And the next morning during our quiet time, um, we were in Colossians 3. If you have your Bibles, I would love for you to turn with me to Colossians Chapter 3, this verse literally changed my life. So if you can turn with me to Colossians 3, verse 2. Colossians 3, verse 2. It says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And so by the time I got to that verse, I only got through two verses in this chapter. By the time I got to that verse, the Holy Spirit moved me from death to life you guys i had realized that i was trying to answer all these questions i was trying to fill the gap with fun um, and he encouraged me to believe in him instead of believing in myself and so i prayed something like this god if i know that you're in control of everything why wouldn't i trust you why wouldn't i give my life to you and that for me was the beginning of my salvation and that is the beginning of my faith story when he gave me the gift of faith
0: Amen. All right. So the first way to walk by faith is in salvation. We receive the one love of Jesus. All right. And if you haven't done that, we'd invite you. That's an opportunity that we have. You have right now to say, God, I believe that you're the King and I'm sorry for my sins. Um, I believe you rose from the dead. Please save me. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's, that's the opportunity to experience the one love of Jesus. And then uh, second, what we want to focus on tonight, everybody point up, say know the love.
1: Know the love.
0: All right, and then point to two other people, say be the love.
1: Be the love.
0: Be the love. All right, and uh, Pastor Kaipo helped us make one of our videos for the 10 discipleship videos. And our goal with One Love, especially with One Love Skate, is to equip people to do the work of One Love in the skate community, all right? There's five skate parks on Maui, and I pray you join me in prayer that uh, we could send people two-by-two two to these skate parks this year, that they would be in Hana, in Kihei, in Lahaina, in Kahului, and in Paia, and they'd be representing the one love of Jesus, all right? Because skaters need Jesus, for sure, and we want to take that one love outside of the walls of church buildings and share with skaters so that they can find hope, help, life in Jesus, salvation in Jesus. So that's what it's all about. And as we know that love, um, there's going to be a oneness that comes from our faith in Jesus. As we know the one love of Jesus, there's going to be a oneness together with his people. 1 Thessalonians 3, chapter 2, we see Paul's relationship with Timothy. All right, and Nicole talked about her mom and dad. Um, I could tell you stories about my mom and dad as well. And uh, I'm so thankful for the parents. Both of us have. But... They're messed up, all right? And I'm messed up. Um, I, yesterday, was skateboarding with my son before the church service at Lahaina. Um, Lahaina Baptist invited us to share about One Love, so we went to the skate park at about 8.30, got 15 minutes to skate. And I've got my son Caleb, he's five, he's the man. Um, and I promised him he can get a snack if he skateboards with me for a little bit. He was all for it, (laughs) all right. And uh, so we get on get on the board, and we're riding down the ramp and up over a little hip, and then we go up. And he's smiling and uh, talking to me. Even when we went over the little hip on the skateboard, he said, "Daddy, that was fun," all right. And then we keep riding, and then I go to turn around, and my wheel hits the grass, and I'm just in slippers and. End up, I didn't even tell Nicole this story yet.
1: (laughs) But but we we end up. uh, I saw his ankle.
0: He saw, yeah, yeah, she saw the proof. We end up falling and uh, I'm trying to hold him and I fall. I kind of cut my shoulder, but Caleb's ankle still hits the ground. He still ends up uh, bleeding and his dad is not perfect. Right? Uh, Okay, I'm I'm an imperfect father. All right, And, and my plans for him, even with skateboarding, I, they led to pain for him, unfortunately, because I'm not perfect,
1: mm-hmm. all right,
0: and the only perfect parent is the Most High, amen, okay, El Elyon, the Most High God, he, he loves us and nurtures our souls, he is the lover of our souls, as we just sang about, and he is the one we can put our faith and trust in, and he will never change, even though our earthly parents will, so whatever your background is tonight, I'd, ex- I'd challenge you. know the one love of Jesus, He's the only perfect parent. And uh, Paul calls Timothy his spiritual son. It's really cool. Second Timothy, two, one and one, two. Everybody show me two, one?: Two one, two, one. One, two. one uh, two. Paul calls Timothy his true son in the faith. All right? And they're not biological father and son, but spiritually, they're bonded because of the one love of Jesus. And, t- and the story, I know Kaipo has been explaining it to you guys. Paul, Silas, and Timothy are on a missionary journey. And God's doing a great work in Thessalonica. They spent like three weeks there and saw people come to know Jesus and saw great things begin. And they want to get back to them. But they can't because they have another calling. They're in Athens and they're doing the work of the ministry there. And suffering there and struggling mm. there. Mm. But they so desperately want to hear about how the Thessalonians are doing, so they send Timothy to check in on the work that God had done. So we've got a Timothy here tonight. That's awesome. And uh, they sent this person there to check in with them and see how they're doing. And Timothy comes back, gives them a good report, and there's, there's just this unity. It's not only Paul, Silas, and Timothy. It's all of these believers in Thessalonica who have trusted in Jesus, just like on that list You know, from North Korea all the way down to Oman, we are united with the brothers and sisters in Jesus. That's right. Okay, so there's a oneness that comes when we put our faith and trust in Jesus. And uh, there's a friend of mine in Ohio, and honestly, I don't even know him that well. Um, Two years ago, I met him at a skate park, and uh, he contacted us after. And in the back of our discipleship guide for One Love, we've got a One Love Anthem. And uh, I'll share this with you because this is the prayer of my heart, all right? And you can check this out later if you want. But my prayer is we want to be shoulder to shoulder with soldiers for God's kingdom. Representing King Jesus, a slave to his freedom. In him and this world, of him, not this world, living solely for God's glory and proclaiming his kingdom. Proclaiming one love, the love of a perfect judge. A righteous, holy God whose justice won't budge, but who made a way to redeem the obscene by crushing Jesus Christ on Calvary's tree. That because of grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone, God's justice is satisfied by Jesus' perfect life so we can die to our sins and live in Christ, one love. All right? So that's, that's the anthem, that's the prayer. But we're hoping people take those words... And they're based on scriptures. We have seven uh, lines of just straight scripture where those, past, those uh, thoughts come from. And we hope they write their own songs and, and proclaim this in their own languages, from Spanish to Indonesian to uh, German, and come up with their own styles to, to celebrate the one love of Jesus. And this is just an example of that. If you'll play the song with, le- with the lyrics for us, Blair, this is a guy named Aaron Beasley in Ohio. And uh, he reps the one love of Jesus. And so we're unified with him. There's a oneness with him, not because we grew up together, not because of proximity, but because of who our daddy is, our perfect father, Jesus. And listen to his thoughts about the one love of Jesus based on scripture. After he heard the one love anthem, this is what he was inspired to do. 1 John 4, 9 is our one love verse that uh, the one love of Jesus is described because God sent his one and only son to the world so we can live through him. Mm. So that's that love that we need to know. Everybody point up, say know the love. Know the love. All right. And then third, finally, we need to be the love. Be the love. So point to each other. Be the love. Be the love. All right. We have it on wristbands. Who wants a wristband?
1: Who wants a wristband? Yes,
0: Blair. Oh, oh man. Sorry, next time. I think they have them at Behind the Baptist or the Maiden Hope store. Bubble tea, wrist pants. All right, anyway, uh, last, last point, 1 Thessalonians 3.12. Check this out. Um, Paul's prayer for the Thessalonians. Okay, he says, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. All right? So, So that God will give you the faith and the power to continue to stand firm, that his hope will be the anchor for your soul, and you won't turn around, all right, in this life. And when you do, when you mess up, you don't give up, what do you do? yes and keep following Jesus all right and and he gives you the grace to continue in your faith so we're able to be the love again the the one love prayer thank you Jesus for your one love please equip me with your power to love you and love people Mm. okay um I have the privilege of having a friend who has a boat on a wahoo and sometimes we get to surf together off of his boat all right who how many of you guys have gotten to ride out on a boat and surf all right it's pretty cool. You nice. don't have to paddle out. You just <laughs> ride out, throw an anchor down, and uh, jump in the water. All right, and, and one of the days that we did this, I had a flight two and a half hours later back to Maui, and so we figured we'll get a quick hour in. Um, we get out there, get a super fun session in, um, get back in. He starts up his boat. Um, we, it seems like we're good to go, and suddenly it stalls. All right, and he says... I'm out of gas, okay? So I end up having to call, get a new flight home, miss my flight, all this stuff, because we ran out of gas, okay? We ran out of the resources we needed to, to get where we needed to go, okay? We ran out of gas, so we weren't able to continue our journey as we had planned, all right? And for us as Christians, we have the resources and power to do what god calls us to do and that's love the people around us Mm. and it's not because they treat us nicely it's not because they fill our cup it's because jesus is the one love that is perfect and he shows us first how to love others so that we can love people okay we this is love not that we love god but that he loved us Mm -hmm. and gave jesus to save us yeah okay so he is the gas to go and love people, okay? So we know the love when we receive Jesus as our Savior, and then we're able to be that love in the world that he's the one who, who equips us with that power. So Nicole has a cool story um, that she, she wants to share as we're getting ready to finish up about how God equipped her to live the one love of Jesus a few days ago.
1: Yeah, so um, with the idea of resources, um, God does. He, he equips us. So a couple days ago, I was on my flights. I was flying with Silas, my five-month-old, who was sleeping so peacefully. Thank you, Jesus, for a calm baby. Um, so Silas and I were flying from, we, ha- we flew from North Carolina to Philadelphia, and then Philadelphia to L.A., and then L.A. to Maui. Okay? Whoa. Right? So up in Philly, whatever weather issue was happening. Stella, I think is the name of the hurricane Um, or storm, whatever. Okay. Crazy weather, right? Delays like crazy. So I'm just praying. I'm like, God, I know you can do more than I could ever ask or imagine. I just pray that I won't have any delays. It'll all be G and then I can get to Maui and everything will be all good. Okay. Our flight is delayed in Philly. I'm delayed like an extra hour or something like that, which means when I get to LA, I only have 30 minutes to switch terminals and get on my flight to Maui. And so I'm just praying this whole time that Silas would be cool, the people around me would be cool, and then I would make my flight. And I just I was like praying like super hard that God would do that for me. Um, And so as I'm sitting in my seat getting ready for takeoff, I get Silas all situated, and then um, I'm thinking, oh cool, I have an empty seat next to me. This will be cool. Thank you, Lord. But then there's this like really muscular, tall, dark person that's walking all the way back. I'm in the last row, okay? And she's walking all the way back and she's like, oh, um, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't move right now because I'm feeding my child. (laughs) So she's like, okay. So she climbs over me, super awkward, right? So she's climbing over and I'm like, I'm so sorry, Uh, whatever, Um, and then she's like, don't apologize. It's all good, it's all good. And so that flight from Philly to LA is five and a half hours. Silas is a baby, babies cry right? So I'm constantly apologizing to this girl. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you pass me that? Oh, I'm so sorry. He's He'll be fine the whole time. And she's like, don't apologize. Let me help you. She was so gracious to me. And I was like, thank you so much. And so we're small talking and it's fine. Eventually we both like fall asleep and My baby is being good, so it was just, it was all good. Um, And then it was like 20 minutes, we're going down into our descent, and I just feel this conviction in my heart to ask her um, our one love questions, which are, what is one love to you, and who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus Christ to you, okay? So I'm like, Lord, I've been praying this whole time for myself. I've been praying this whole time frantically that I would make my flights, that Silas would be good, that people would be nice, but now... I need to do this for you. (laughs) Like, you're convicting me to step out and do this. I mean, this is what our livelihood is. Okay, okay, (sighs) let's go. And so I turn to her and I'm like, Cece, can I ask you a question? And she's like, sure. What's one love to you? Easy question, right? She's like, oh, one love, yeah. It's like equal, equality, like love to everyone. I'm like, awesome, okay, yeah. And she's like, what's one love to you? And I'm like, (laughs) okay so my husband and I we run this thing called one love skate where we we use the idea of love and one love to bridge the gap between people because everybody knows love you know and she's like yeah everyone like equality and I'm like oh no this is gonna get crazy because honestly to be honest with you I couldn't tell if she was a girl or a guy like in the beginning of our conversation so it was one of those like step out on faith Nicole okay so um, she was like oh that's great so and she tells me her background she's from canada and she's like you know um oh no so i say also i'm from hawaii i'm from maui and so when i hear one love i mean my first idea is let's get together and feel all right and she's like i'm jamaican and i'm like yeah, <laughs> a Jamaican from Canada is sitting next to me. Okay, so she was, she was all about it and we were talking and, and then I was feeling prompted. Okay, we need to move this conversation into spiritual things. So I prayed quickly, Lord, help me. And then I said, can I ask you one more question? She's like, sure, so nice. And I said, who is Jesus Christ to you? And she kind of like sits back and she's like, Jesus Christ, he's my everything. She said, you know, growing up, I mean, I heard about him in stories and um, he wasn't, he didn't really mean anything to me. But when I started learning for myself, he, he became my savior. And so this person who's super gracious to me, who I wasn't even sure like anything about her when she climbed over me into the seat five and a half hours ago is like evangelizing to me. And I'm like, all right, Lord. Let's do this. And so she's telling me her story and she's asking me my story and we're just conversing. And I just felt the peace of God like through the conviction, through my obedience, asking her these two simple but loaded questions. um, I was just so encouraged and I'm just so thankful that God equips us with the resources. God equips us with faith that is bigger than ourselves and that he blesses us like constantly when we're obedient to him.
0: No doubt. And last part of that story is super cool. Across the aisle is a flight attendant who's off-duty, off and uh, CC told Nicole, well, don't miss your next flight. You need to tell them, um, and the, the girl across the aisle chimes in and says, yeah, tell them, and, and how did it work? So
1: they encouraged me to tell our flight attendants that I only had 30 minutes to make my next flight and ask if they would let me off the plane first. I'm in the last row. I have a baby, right? So I'm like, okay. I'll do it. So I go and I move the curtain, excuse me, um, So, and I tell them the story and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I have like nine people on the manifest that like you guys are, you know, you have like 30 minute connections. So I'll make an announcement, but we'll do what we can. And I was like, okay. And so they make an announcement like from the front and ask people to stay seated. After five and a half hours, like, everyone's ready to get off the plane. So they're like, please stay seated. We have somebody in the very back row that needs to make a connecting flight to Maui, and there are nine other passengers, so if you could just stay seated. And we're like, oh, okay. And so Cece, like, gets my bag out from underneath for me, and, like, I put Silas in his little thing, and we, like, sprint, like, as much as you can sprint with all your stuff, like, through these tiny little aisles, like, up the front, and people cheer for me, (laughs) like, People were cheering for, yeah, you can make it, you can make it. I'm like, yes, I can, yes, I can. It was awesome. God is so good. He just, he just blesses.
0: Amen. So, yeah, so God provides. Amen. Right? As we're, as we're obedient to him.
1: I made it. I made it. I made the flight. I actually left my suitcase because I was like, I'm going home. So um, I made my flight. It was all good. I still haven't gotten my suitcase yet, but. I have faith that it's yeah. coming.
0: So as you walk in faith, it's amazing. You know, you, you know that love of Jesus and you're able to be that love with the power that he gives you to do that. And that's why Paul prays in 1 Thessalonians 3.12, may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another. Because it's God who is the one that gives us the ability to do that. It's God who gives us that attitude. You know, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I know what it... Means to be humbled and have nothing. I know what it means to, to have plenty. And yet I can have a good attitude in whatever circumstances God puts me in. And God mm. gives us that ability. He gives us the people we need around us to do what He calls us to do. And in the last testimony of just God's provision, you know, not only empowering us to love people and just seeing His hand at work, you know, the manifest presence of God, knowing that God's with us, actively involved. Um, October 15, 2015, after seven years at Pukalani Baptist, um, seven years with a great relationship with Pastor Paul, who is still such a good friend to me, um, I sat down with him the other day, um, and he asked me to preach this Sunday, and we're just, I'm so thankful for him, but it was time to step away from Pukalani Baptist. I didn't know why, um, I mean, Pastor Paul ordained me as a pastor, all this stuff, and uh, we had great history together, that's the church that discipled my bride, um, but it was time, October 15th, and so I, I talked with him that morning, and I had fought this for like a week, like I knew clearly, and I'm like, God, we have a great house, I've got a bunch of surfboards, <laughs> we're, we're uh, why would we, why would we step away, and uh, anyway, so I talked to Pastor Paul, and he, he was, you know, he's, he's always excited when, people know that they're following God, and so he was excited in that, and that same day, my brother calls, and uh, we're talking on the phone, and he said, you need to get on uh, video chat, so him and Mandy, and who's his wife, me and Nicole, were all on video chat, and he says, Josh, you're not going to believe this, just today, a pastor from across town offered to give our church plant, which at the time was called Element Church, it was about between three and four hundred people at the time, and... Uh, he said, this pastor offered to give us their building. Um, their, their church is only about like 40 people averaging and they need to shut their doors because they can't pay the bills. Like they can't pay the light bill or keep it heated anymore. And uh, they offered to give it to our ministry. And so that's crazy. Like it's really cool. I, I have a good relationship with those guys and, and are we supposed to go back? You know, what, what's God doing? And he said, but Josh, you're not going to believe this. In the building, in the, the boiler room, um, so don't want to get ahead of myself, uh, my brother told the pastor, he, as they were looking through the building that same day, he said, hey, my, my brother just texted from Hawaii, he does a skateboard ministry, and they're um, planning to come back to North Carolina. Um, and anyway, so he shows the pastor that, and the pastor says, come look at this, they go to the boiler room, and there's a bunch of skateboard ramps, um, just sitting in storage, like quarter pipes, boxes, um, really legit stuff, all right? And <laughs> we've been using it every week um, since then. Like, pretty much, except for a month in the winter, every week we've been doing Skate at Eight, and we get to have a base. I have an office. I work full time for One Love, and the church supports the ministry part of our monthly support. And then I'm able to just fellowship with the pastors and focus in fully on discipling skaters and taking the one love of jesus outside the walls of church buildings mm-hmm. but god provided you know not only love to to care for people but physically you know he provided nicole to catch her uh, her connecting flight through a one love conversation while caleb paul and silas and or caleb paul and and me missed our flight yep that same day but nicole got hers sorry and uh that's another story and then god provided these ramps and really has just met our needs and blown our minds mm-hmm. so uh walk in faith guys yes you no know, don't turn around that the christian life's worth it that <clears throat> salvation that you have um is the difference between heaven and hell is the difference between life and death mm-hmm. all right and and that that ability to truly live the one love of jesus is greater than any stuff or status or pleasure that this world could give So that's why Paul is encouraging these early believers. And I pray that you be encouraged to walk in faith in your salvation and in your relationships with others and in the provision that he gives. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for all who are here tonight. Thank you for your hand at work, God. Please give us the assurance of that which we hope for, Lord, tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, That right relationship with you, the God of the universe of water, earth, and sky, who made us, who loves us, who knows how many hairs are on our head. I pray that someone here tonight um, would experience your call to be a missionary, Lord, to your glory. Um, That they're not just to be a a member of a church or just to be um, a fly on the wall or just cruise through life, but actually to be a missionary, Lord, to go into a new place and be there exclusively to share your truth lord with Mm -hmm. the world to share your love and live it out there in that place lord so i I thank you for all those who are here tonight and for the calls on lives here please make your name famous through this group as they live your love in maui and in hawaii and to the ends of the earth god to you be the glory in Jesus' name